You're listening to DraftKings Network. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oof, it's hot in here, huh? Dames and messieurs, bonjour avec Adball. Je suis Amine Alassane. And she's Charlotte Walder. Je I, suis Charlotte. Charlotte Walder. Okay. We got a great show for you people. Let's drop the accent. We got uh we got stuff. Yeah, don't worry about just, it. We're gonna talk about basketball. You're in good hands. Are we? Are you? Are we good hands? I don't know. But what I do know is last night I went to a game in New York City. But For some, that might have been not the marquee game. The marquee game was, of course, you know, we gotta, we're contractually obligated. Victor Wembanyama at the Garden. Charlotte, were you there? No. Oh, hmm. more on that later. Uh, so, Charlotte. Yes. Victor I watched w- it, though. I watched it on television. He didn't have a great game. He sure didn't. And the Knicks pretty much put it on him. Uh, then fans were chanting overrated. Nice. It's awesome. Uh, that's, yeah. so, that's just like New York... Um, That's the essence of New York, because that is not going to age well for them, I don't think. It's, it's like if Icarus had, like, a jetpack. Like, <laughs> straight to the sun. They're like, it's going to melt off, and yeah. it's like, it is strapped on pretty tight, yeah. my dude. It's made out of chocolate, but no mind. <laughs> don't worry about it. But, you know, they had their night in the sun, and, and he had his night at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. Well, yes. However, he said it was smaller than he was expecting it to be. Honestly, I feel like Victor Wembanyama is something that I am really coming to love about this kid. He's 19 also. He's 19 years old. He can't legally drink in the States for two more years. That is, Sometimes I just have to put in perspective. He barely buy tobacco products. Barely. Yeah. But he can. Um, I feel like he is really getting good at like low-key... Um, polite, disrespectful trash talk. Mm, that, that's how you're reading. Okay, yeah, really. give me more. No, 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 because he's like, he's like yeah, it, amazing arena. Um, not as big as I thought. Just like a little thing here. And then he has dinner with Tom Brady, mm-hmm. we find out. Bef- no chance he knows who the hell Tom Brady is. I think he does. No chance. He knows who he is. He might not be familiar with his work. And Charlotte, uh, this look. Do you really think that, because what he said was, I know who Tom Brady is. Which is Now. also low-key disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to tell you exactly how this works, ladies and gentlemen. You have a PR team, right? Yeah. And their job is to continue to manufacture this hype and mystique around this guy. 
and take advantage of things well, in wait. the schedule, right? Question. Mm-hmm. PR team for the Spurs or for Wembenyama? For Wembenyama. Okay. This is this is very player PR driven stuff. So it's like, okay, let's get him having lunch or dinner or whatever with Tom Brady. And then we get the picture out there. And so they go to Victor. Hey, we want you to have dinner with this guy. I was like, who is he? His name's Tom Brady. All right, cool. What's, like, what's he do? Well, he's retired. And I'm like, oh, wow. He looks kind of young to be retired. No, no. His well, skin is it, remarkable. It, yeah, it looks like his fine heart, Corinthian his... leather just stretched. So they give him a package. They're like, look, this is the deal. This guy played this sport that you never watched. He won a lot at it. He's very popular. And his socials are popular as well. So this is what's going to happen, Victor. It's almost, wait, hold on, let me do the voice. Victor, Victor, listen to me, Victor. This guy's bongos, Victor. Trust me on this one. You, him, picture, dinner, the internet. Straight to the moon, Victor. Victor, Victor, it's a free steak. Who says no? I I would never see you alone, Victor, right? That's basically what happens, right? So he goes and you you do your photo op and you have dinner. What do they talk about? So Greatness. what, What do they call first down in France? Le premier down. Or some, <laughs> Le premier. I'm going to look up how you yeah, say Yeah, first down in French. Uh, the point is. Mm-hmm. Premier bas. See? Or ba. I don't know. I don't okay. speak French. Um, I, do, I do feel like they, I feel like athletes, though. I feel like when you have, you know, a, a goat or whatever, and then you have a young, promising player, I feel like they can geek out about like how great they are together or like, oh, isn't the pressure a lot or isn't like, don't you think that there's some level of like, they speak each other's language like, that like very few others speak. You got Victor Wembanyama asking him like, how do you deal with like the constant fishbowl? Like maybe. But uh, at the same time, like I feel like Victor Wembanyama has been dealing with the constant yeah. fishbowl. Like maybe Tom Brady should no, ask he's him. At, yeah, yeah, Brady's like, so. How do you deal with it? You're much taller than I am. So, so I think about that sometimes. Yeah, I mean, like I'll be I honest. Mean, like like if Tom Brady put on a hat and a hoodie and sunglasses, he could ride the subway. Right. He'd be a big dude on the subway. <laughs> But he could ride the subway here, and no one would no one would think twice. Steve Nash, when he was a reigning MVP, used to ride the subway and skateboard around everywhere. My so it's soul. Like, but I'm just saying, like, it, there's a there's a level of even for the, these very accomplished, you know, great athletes or whatever. There's still a level of relative anonymity that they possess, right? However fleeting it may feel, versus seven foot nine guy like this, he can't hide ever. His entire life, he's been, people don't even know who he is, but they're just like, what in the world is this? I was at the Nets game last night, and one of the guys uh, I saw before they get people taking pictures, I didn't know, it was like a bigger dude, like maybe like 6'3", 6'4", mm-hmm. um, Asian guy, whatever. So I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe he's an actor, maybe, I don't know. And then the game starts, and it's like, oh, please welcome Big Bang Zhang. And it's like, oh, he's this champion boxer, he's the WBC heavyweight champion, whatever. I'm like, oh, but I don't know who he is, you know? So it would be like me saying, you know what, I'm going to go to dinner with him, and then let's take a, like... I just feel like Brady's been in the zeitgeist, like in commercials. Who's zeitgeist, though? I feel like the kid he's in, moved he's here like six Dior, months ago. He's in a Dior commercial on like a bus stop in Paris. Do you, no, he's not. I feel like he has. No, to be. he's not. He's I, been, he I did this promise for you. So long. They I mean. don't care. Okay. They don't care over okay. there. It's like uh, let me put it this way. How many Dior ads have you seen with uh, uh, Tommy Holland on it, right? Or uh, see, there you go. Like uh, or or Mbappe. Have you seen any Mbappe ads here in America? This guy's one of the biggest stars in the world. Just the World Cup one that went viral, right. which so was not. Nobody cares over there mm. about 
our specific, not, not, not the NFL. Maybe you could say, oh, LeBron James. I see a LeBron James. I know who LeBron James is. Maybe, right? But Tom Brown, okay, maybe that's not a maybe. But no, but you get, you get what I'm saying? It's like, this is someone, it's like one of the most popular sports in the world is cricket. Like, it, legit. It might be. I, just, it might I feel be, more like because Wembenyama has been in I'm just, the I'm sports just, space. I'm just telling you, cricket, like by some measures, is more popular than basketball. Even it's right. only number two by some measures behind soccer. Right? The world's greatest cricket player probably can't walk the streets of Del- New Delhi or Islamabad or you know pick your uh, place where cricket's huge. Right. Here, don't nobody go about him it's, it's just like why Lionel Messi came here he came here to play here in part because he can go to Publix and nobody gives a he did that no I know I'm just saying because when Benyama is in this space he probably had an idea he probably that doesn't mean he cared I'm not saying he cares who he is I feel like there was an awareness and then it's like the PR machine kicks in so th- by that same token do you think he's aware of who the greatest cricket player in the world is yeah okay all right <laughs> I do. Well, ask him next time. Next I time. I will. Next time we chat. Like, next time who, I hold a microphone uh, up to below his chin. Name a cricket player. I'll be like, most famous cricket player in the world. All right. You may have a point. Um, so, Nets, mm-hmm. you were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, First home win for the Nets. How uh, How's James Harden doing? Oof. I mean, look, <laughs> like I said, when the deal happened, like this thing's going to take a lot of work, and I don't know if they've, I mean, to be fair, they've only been together a few days. They probably haven't been practicing because uh, they're on the road. Uh, so there is a lot of work that needs to be done that ha- they haven't had the opportunity to, to do. But it's exactly what your fear would be when you bring those guys together. Number one on offense, it's a lot of my turn, your turn, mm-hmm. and that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I, last night, I, they ran either one four flat or high pick and roll again and again and again. And any time that would happen, nobody else moves. They just stand in the corners or on the wing or maybe trickling around the baseline. Yeah. And it, as you would expect, not great. They're shooting 41% from the field, I want to say, when all four of those guys are on the floor together. Okay. They're getting outscored by a lot, by almost 11 points per 100 possessions. Um, and then defensively, and this is the part where I'm like, this is the, the sacrifice part because there was no commitment to, hey, a shot went up, let me find somebody. Right. It's just open season on any offensive rebound. And, and if you're going to play small, if you're going to play those four guys mm-hmm. and a big guy, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're down or, one big guy in Plumlee. Down one big guy in Plumlee. P.J. Tucker is like your next biggest guy pretty much, at least in style of play. It's got to take a concerted effort from everybody. Right. It can't just be... You're not playing regular basketball anymore where it's like someone else has that. No, it's like, oh, no, no, this is my job as well. And so I don't know if those guys are prepared to do that, but also I want to be fair in that they haven't had any practice time. Right. And so we'll check back with them in a month, I guess, and see, like, after they figure some stuff out, is their offense look a little different? Is their defense a little bit more focused? Were there any flashes of brilliance? Like, were there any moments where you were like, oh, okay. Individuals. Indivi- but they're not they're, they're a, brilliant individuals, yeah, but, but not, not working. Wasn't no, a moment. zero, zero. What, what, what are they shooting from three when the four of the... 27% from three when the four of them are on the four, so... Okay, well, it's a failing grade, folks. Wow. <laughs> um, 
We do have another thing we have to get to. Amanda. What's that? Is it the Wild Warriors Nuggets game last night between two of the best teams in the Western Conference? Are we going to talk about that? We could. No, we're not. The answer is no. However, There's something more. There, yes. This is so important because. I want them to run the clip right now. Just watch this. And that's courtesy of Kelly Eco of The Athletic. He's beat writer covering the Houston Rockets. Uh, that, I mean, that's, that's perfection, right? It's, my favorite part is when even LeBron can't hold it. It just starts laughing. Like, because it's so ridiculous. What is, so what, when during the game was that? I don't know. I was that's at a game. What I'm like, I'm like, was this like a, a TV timeout? Was this like it, this, waiting for, for everyone else to show up while LeBron's going to shoot a free throw? Like, I have so many questions about what on earth is happening here. But I would also like to say, I mean, mm-hmm. that I was right yesterday. When we did the game of who's lying, it wasn't and I lying. Said, Dylan Brooks is the only one who's not lying. He can't wait to lock up LeBron James. Didn't say that he was going to do it, but he did it. The Lakers got destroyed. Yeah, it's tough, man. Look, I'm, I like this is what I was saying in the off season. I get it. Everyone's excited because they did things, but the things weren't exactly thinging. If you know what I'm saying. Meaning, wait, wait, who's who? The Lakers doing the things? Lakers doing things, but the things wasn't things. Oh, okay. Right. So the idea that, hey, we got shooting. I said, well, who'd you get? We got Gabe Vincent. It's like, well, Gabe's really streaky. I wouldn't call him like a shooter shooter. Right. He can get hot and hit a bunch of shots as we saw in the playoffs. He can also get cold and miss a bunch of shots as we saw for most of the regular season <laughs> and most of his career. So, like, he's a great defensive player. And he can get hot, but I don't know if that is, you can rely on that, right? Mm-hmm. Who else you guys got? Well, we we got Cam Reddish. I'm like, look, man, th- there's a reason he's bounced around and gotten to this place where, you know, he's available to you for minimum. Right. What else you got? And, and you go down the line, and I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I don't think this is enough. Right. But everyone got excited. Everyone got crazy. And everyone's high off of that playoff run. But the playoff run happened when they got – like, amazing career, historically great shooting out of people like Rui Achimura and Austin Reeves. Yeah. Both guys who also haven't shown that they're, like, drop-dead drop shooters. Gorgeous. <laughs> drop-dead gorgeous. So, it's like you're basically saying, hey, if I get the best version of everybody, mm-hmm. then I'll be fine. But if I don't get the best version, then we're going to see nights like last night. And if they're all available... We'll that be too. fine. Yeah, that too. But that's that's for everyone. Right, right. right? Uh, yeah, 128 to 94. Mm-hmm. Rockets won. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this is Dylan Brooks's... Is this Dylan Brooks's Super Bowl? Like, do you think he's going to frame the box score? Like, is he going to get his shoes bronzed from this game? Like, this is honestly, like, it's got to feel so good for this man. No, I like, he talked the talk, and then he managed to walk the walk right after. Yes, I think that this was a big deal. But also, I think that Dylan Brooks is the kind of guy that... Until the next one where he talks about <laughs> and then like it backfires and we're like, ah. Yeah, yeah. Nah. He's never going to be satisfied. That's the relentless pursuit of excellence, Charlotte. That's what we call that. Is it? <laughs> the relentless pursuit of <laughs> something. Saying stuff. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. 
If you love basketball and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shay and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy. For the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. As they are wont to do, I mean, celebrities want to basketball games. Ah, oh, celebs and their basketball. I live for this. This Dude. is my, I love part of one of the things that I really enjoy about seeing basketball games live is that you get the little. I mean, in New York, it's better than anywhere else. Or L.A., New York, L.A., and they go like Celebrity Row. And if mm-hmm. you're sitting in your seats and you see them on the Jumbotron, but then you're like, ooh, where, where are all the cameras on? The-? I love it. I yeah. love it. Love celebrity gossip, though. Uh, we had- Saweetie was at the game last night. Saweetie? Yeah, at the Nets game. Really? Yeah. Did you say hi? I did not. I tried. I mean, I was up in my seat, and so by the time the game was over, I tried to rush down there, and she had already- Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Misconnections, right? It's the only reason. Yeah, misconnections. Put it put on a, Craigslist. Yeah, hey, you were at the game. So was I. You were on the B- Jumbotron, though. You're a massive celebrity. And so are you. Um, okay, so we have at Pacers Jazz last night, mm-hmm. uh, David Letterman oh. and Pat McAfee. Yep. Two Indian, Indiana, Indiana staples. That's what Two Indiana is. staples, right? So McAfee. I don't even know he's from Indiana, but... He, he lives there now, obviously, the, the best of his... He's from Pittsburgh, but yes, he is de facto Indiana, Indiana. boy now. And, and Letterman has always been... Yeah. He's always... I mean, back even in the 90s when he was doing late night here in New York and the Pacers and the Knicks are playing, he's like unabashedly a Pacer fan, so that's pretty cool. Like, it is cool. Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so who would you rather sit with? David Letterman, mm-hmm. Pat McAfee at Pacers Jazz, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes at Raptors Mavericks... Okay. Uh, C.J. Stroud, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Clyde Drexler mm-hmm. at Rockets Lakers, and uh, there's an incredible clip of them drinking water in tandem. Not yeah. C.J. Stroud. That would have been cool. Oh. Um, <laughs> those are your three. That was my option. Sit, start, bench. Well, I mean, first of all, let me just say right now, I don't. If I'm going recreationally, mm-hmm. I don't want to go with an athlete. To a game? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Like I, just, I want, I want an actual celebrity. Like that, not some. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this is how look, you know you worked in sports too long. But it's, but it's real. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, a funny, quick story. Okay. I was in Vegas. This is years ago during summer league, right? And we're we're going. We go to this club, and they get us set up at the table, or whatever. And like we're at this table, and then the next table on this side over here is like Carmelo and. I can't remember, like maybe Chris Paul. Okay. I can't remember who it was, right? And like, so we walked past their table to get to that table. What's up, man? What's up? Right, cool. And then the very next table was the dude that won American Idol the year that they like removed the age restriction. The guy with the with the gray hair who kind of looks like Mark Cuban, Taylor Hicks. <laughs> Taylor Hicks, right? Taylor Hicks. And so like, 
And, and this was this guy. was like years after he had won American Idol. So it's like, did you? So why? So why did you, stop? did you know that it was him? Yeah, I'm like, hey, that's. A, well, I didn't know his name. I was like, that's the motherfucker from American Idol. Like, and so we were like, yo. And then and he, he was and Waka Flocka was playing and he was singing along every word. I'm like, the dude that won American Idol knows who Waka Flocka is. Like, it was mind blowing. Yeah. But like afterward, my buddy who was a, an assistant coach said like, that's how you know how warped our sense of reality is. Because for most like red-blooded American males, you walk like, oh my God, Carmelo Anthony, he's a Hall of Fame, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, yeah, whatever, dude. But the guy from American Idol, whose name we don't even know, that's the story I'll tell for the rest of my life. The grass is always greener. The, the, yes. the playground you are not on is always more in the same In the same way that I'm pretty sure people who work in the music industry are like, oh, so, okay, yeah, so I saw Beyonce and then Taylor Hick, uh, Taylor, what? Taylor Hicks, What's Taylor her name? Swift. Taylor Swift, there you go. Taylor, yeah, they're like, whatever. But then there's like, oh my goodness, it is actually you, Jalen Brunson. Like, that's, <laughs> it blows their mind, right? Well, that's what I love so much because you go at these games when you see like, John Stewart mm-hmm. at the at the Knicks being like like shaking RJ Barrett's yeah. hand. He's like, oh, so great. Like, like think about that. Like, like like John Stewart is humbled and honored in the presence of RJ Barrett. It's honestly a good thing to remember yeah. being in this world. It's Everybody, like, you know what? Cool, cool world. Cool. So having cool said that, I love Hakeem, yeah. I love Clyde. They're mm-hmm. two of the greatest players and two of my favorite players when I was growing up watching those guys. But if you're giving me the option of hanging out and watching the game with them versus like David Letterman, come on now, this guy's gonna. Cr- I know. Now here's the other part. What? So I've I've sat courtside before, you know. Whoa! No look at me, Louie. How's it feel? Is it terrifying? I would be so. At terrified. Madison Square Garden, I would it be is. absolutely horrified. First of all, everybody's looking at you so they yeah. can see if you pick your nose. Second of all, a ball could just. Oh, that that part. So. I've sat courtside in other places before, and it's fine. At Madison Square Garden, it's weird as hell because you come out and you have to do this walk yeah. in front of all these people. I know that whole row, it's like Chris Rock, Spike Lee, da-da-da. And so, like, I sat down. I was there with, with my buddy Cole, and the person right to my right was Jim Gaffigan. And next to him was uh, Ted Alexander, who opens for him, right? Mm-hmm. And then next to him was in the A1 seat that was Howard Stern. And it's just like, what is going on, right? So, like at halftime, me and Ted start talking. And they're like, he's familiar with my work, and I'm familiar with his work. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. But then I realized he just wants to talk about basketball. Like, he's there, there's, because this is their. Well, they're out of basketball. Release, game. right? Uh, but beyond that, it's just like that's, this is where I don't have to be funny. This is where I don't have to do the thing that I'm They're not famous on for. in the same way. And, it, and for me, it's the opposite. It's like, oh, shit. I don't want to talk about basketball right now. I want to talk about like comedy or whatever. So, um, yeah, but having said all that, I'd still rather go with David Letterman. No, actually, you know what? I take that back. Sweetie. Sweetie. I would like to go with Patrick Mahomes because I have a lot of questions about what's going on with Taylor Swift and that and that Chiefs team. Yes, because he'll tell you. He might. He'll open up. I'm very persuasive. Okay. Axios came out with a ranking of the NBA arenas with best and worst transit scores, right? Yes. They use the... Um, you've seen it. If, you've, if you're a Zillow person... I am. Or Redfin. Are you a Zillow person? Oh, my God. Oh. Same. Uh, 
hey, I mean, we're going to Indianapolis for All-Star Weekend. Guess what it means going to do, like, while he's in Indianapolis? Like, wonder how much this house costs. One thousand. Oh, oh. oh, wait, we have, we have, there, we've looked at Zillow before. Who doesn't? I mean. Everyone looks at Zillow. It's the best. It's my favorite app. It's just like, and it's like, and then you start to imagine a whole life. Totally. Like, oh, good school district. I found a plot of land in very northern Maine yesterday, and I was like, who's to, Look, who's man, to say? Homecoming. Bring it on back, Charlotte. Just run away. You can get like, it was like 28 acres for like $40,000. And I was like, okay. Mm, anyway, uh, so this list here, I mean, uh-huh. of the transit scores, uh, TD Garden in Boston is one. And I will say mm-hmm. that the garden is built on top of a MBTA station and a regional rail yep. system. So yes, also though, doesn't necessarily mean the transit system is going to work. Yep. See, like, it's, it's not ranking how good the transit systems Mm-mm. are. It's just accessibility. <laughs> okay. It's it's based on population density, street design, and amenities within a five to thirty minute walk from the stadium, on a scale of zero to one hundred. And to be fair, TD Garden, like right across the street, there's numerous bars, restaurants, and a Seven Eleven and a Dunkin' and all that stuff that you True. can. At not to mention in that train station as well. Yeah, there's a Dunkin' in train station. Yep. Fun fact. Uh, same thing for Washington, same thing for Brooklyn, same thing for Madison Square Garden. Yep. These are all built on top of existing mass transit, and they're in like very dense mm-hmm. um, urban areas. Also, crypto, it gives a 99 in L.A. Bull <laughs> Transit There's no public... Okay, so there, there's... I mean, there is... There is that metro that you got to walk like a couple of blocks down uh, Olympic... And it's kind of sketched down there. I don't buy it, Axios. Here's the thing. In the bottom five, mm-hmm. we've got Phoenix. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to stand up. I li- I'm a Phoenix resident. Yep. There's a light rail that goes literally, not only does it go right in front of the arena, mm-hmm. but if you have a game ticket on game day, you get to ride the light rail for free. Like, they're... they're no way. Su- yeah, they're super, like, encouraging people to want to do it. Also... You've got a ton of restaurants and bars all in the downtown Phoenix area. This now, this it was a 2008, 2009 when I worked there. Yeah, it would that would have been an awful place. But now there's been so much development and building and like just amenities everywhere. Even like housing, apartment buildings, luxury apartment buildings across the street. Like this is incorrect. Compare and contrast with Kaseya Center in Miami. We've got like a 97 or what do they get? They got a 97, yeah. Get the Number fuck seven. out of here. Get the, all they have outside of that is a subway. Not a subway like a train, ladies and gentlemen. Like I'm a sandwich artist. Like I'm a sandwich engineer, whatever they call those, those people who work there. That's yeah, the kind of subway. Like I will say it's very publicly transitable from the uh, Metalark yeah, offices. From the Elster, yes. You just walk right across so the street. So in that, that regard, awesome. for us, yes. And also shout out to... Uh, Jaguar Sun and Mama Tribe. Those are two great uh, local establishments in downtown Miami. I don't want to, like, yes, you guys do exist, but I'm just saying, it's not like there's 40 places right, like right, that. Right. It's literally just that. So I question the, me- the methods used for this ranking. I'm hot. This tie is hot. Dude, that's welcome to my world every time I got to put on that. <laughs> 